everybody. Welcome to episode five of Coaster Dads, the only podcast from dads for dads. This is your host, Chris, with my co-host, Eric. And on this episode, we're going to be looking around at the industry, seeing what's happened since our last episode, our little break. Um, In addition to checking in on what it's like at Holiday World from a trip Eric took. And then the big part of the episode, our review of Orion. We're going to go into a comprehensive look at the area around Orion, as well as the ride experience of Orion. All that more coming up on this episode of Coaster Dads. This is the drop. First big news this week, in addition to Orion opening at Kings Island, Candemonium is open at Hershey Park, their B&M Hyper. Uh, looks really great from the videos I've seen. The whole area looks awesome. A whole new entrance to the park. Um, looks like they've done a ton of work. And it looks like they have a really fun airtime machine on their hands with candemonium and some fancy looking colored trains that are all themed after different uh, candies, which is pretty cool. It's exciting to see them have their second hyper <laughs> in the in the park. And this one's slightly taller than the last one. The other big news this week, Disney is set to reopen. Uh, this is a big one. Disney World will reopen this weekend to guest, uh, that's a huge one in the industry. Obviously, everybody's sort of been waiting on Disney to reopen. It officially takes place this weekend, so we'll see how they lay out social distancing compared to the other parks that have already opened. I know we have a lot of thoughts, I think, on the social distancing thing, it, our experience at the parks, but um, so we'll see Disney reopen. And then the only other big news bit that we wanted to chat about, SeaWorld Parks are not paying their bills. Um, several rides have been delayed at the SeaWorld parks, mostly because they still owe money on them, including probably the biggest one, Iron Quasi. Still not open, even though it's completely done, ready to open. Supposedly it's been tested, approved by the state, everything. They just can't open it because they haven't paid their outstanding bill to RMC. So I think there's a lot of questions around what's happening with SeaWorld parks and if um, they're purposely not paying their bills and what's going to happen with them in general. So they have uh, reopened with the exception, I think, of Bush Gardens Williamsburg, which may not open this year due to uh, Virginia state laws. So interesting things going on there. Uh, we'll have to keep tabs on what SeaWorld Parks is doing. Just sad that we're not getting to see reviews of Iron Quasi going up yet because that looks like such an amazing ride. So... Um, on our next section here, we're gonna we're gonna hop into some hot takes. Hot takes, get your hot takes. Quick, uh, quick shout out to Panera Bread for the coffee subscription. Um, if you are like me, you signed up on the fourth of July, and you now get free coffee for the remainder of the summer. To be clear, Panera is not a sponsor of this podcast. However, we are all about free things here, so. Oh. Please go get your free coffee. Bold strategy. So it's iced coffee and regular coffee. Yeah, bold strategy. Can't imagine that this works out for them amidst the pandemic. <laughs> but we'll see. Um, Panera, otherwise known as the St. Louis Bread Company, if you ever pass through St. Louis, um, it is mediocre coffee. Right now I'm drinking it, and it is tasting average at best. But, and you know, food. it is crazy. Um, that it's free, and I will continue to drive out of my way to go to it. Um, I feel like a 15-year-old 
high school girl named Brittany. It's funny. It's funny. Eric asked me if I needed, I wanted anything from Panera this morning. And now I realize what he was doing was asking me if I wanted anything free from Panera this morning, which is awesome. Um, cause <laughs> I was really like, blew it. yeah, I really blew it. Cause I, I was like, I don't want Eric to spend money on me this morning. I already have coffee, but now I'm like, oh, I would have taken a nice coffee for sure. For free. Yeah, you would have been. I can probably just pour some of this in a cup. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> That's true. Um, anyways, um, let's, let's talk about. Um, let's talk a little bit about Holiday World. Um, the, the, my second, only my second trip to Santa Claus, Indiana. I went with my wife, Savannah, and um, we had a average time. Um <laughs> It's great spending time with her. It was hot as hell, but we um, we made it work. Um, we were really finding solace that Holiday World is the cleanest park in America. Yeah, Voted like true. ten years in a row, um, and you know, uh, it was was it clean? An interesting experience. It was clean, which yeah. is great. Yeah, um, but. I will say Indiana residents do not wear masks at all. <laughs> there awesome. were no masks at the park. Did they require? To, nope. No. Compared to Kings Island when we went, it was crazy. Um, uh-huh. So here are my big things from Holiday World. First of all, um, the reservation, and foremost, the worst part about this experience was the reservation system. Um, I think that, They've gotten feedback and have changed these things since mm-hmm. I've gone. Yeah. Um, but wow, the reservation system is tough. It's they only have four coasters, as everyone probably who is listening knows. Um, it's a Which small family owned park. I feel like that's the main draw, too, is like most people are probably wanting to line up for the coasters, yeah. But which, in yeah, your experience is almost negative because. Explain like the way. Yeah, no, that's yeah. what I'm doing. So yeah, so they only have four coasters, which is um, which is it, for a family-owned park, like pretty standard. And we went on a day that the water park was closed; uh, it hadn't opened yet, and I know it's open now. But with the reservation system, first of all, it's not on an app, which is pretty silly. They don't have an app yet, so you have to keep going to Safari and typing in, in the web browser and like following an extension to get to this like secure page on your phone and then make a reservation. So they're a little bit behind on that, but I was looking to look past that. My biggest problem um, was that once you made a reservation for a ride, say it's 11 a.m. and I want to ride the voyage at noon, um, I am not allowed, um, because, um, there's a virtual queue. I'm not allowed to wait in line virtually for anything else. So a lot of times the virtual line for the voyage, for instance, was over two hours long. So even if I got on the extension, the website extension at 10 AM and wanted to ride the voyage at 12, I, I wasn't, I had to jump in the virtual queue at 10 a.m. and wasn't allowed to stand in line for anything else, including like the carousel mm-hmm. um, for two and a half hours um, because I was in a virtual queue for the voyage. Um, I guess this would have been okay if then once we got to the voyage, we would be able to walk on. But even once we got to the rides, we still had still- an average wait time of like 45 minutes to an hour. Um, mostly because they're running every other train all this the ops are always pretty slow holiday world i experience especially on legend and raven um and 
Yeah, it was it was rough because you know that's a lot of dead time. So when we're sitting in the virtual queue, we're just sitting at a table drinking free soft drinks, baking in the sun, and there's absolutely nothing we can do in the meantime. Yeah, was there? So all the like the carousel, you know, they have like their little uh, drop tower thing. Like, was there any line for any of those rides? Like, like no, physically, no, like, no. There weren't. There weren't any lines for those. And I think the reason there weren't any lines is because nobody wanted to. For, if somebody was walking past it, they would be like, "Wow, there's no line," but they couldn't just walk on the ride. They would have mm-hmm. to get on and make a reservation. Mm-hmm. And to do that, they would have had to jump out of line say from riding the legend so no one's trying to do that to just do this little drop tower especially once they've already waited for an hour Mm -hmm. in this virtual queue they're just like i'm gonna stay yeah yeah they're like i'm gonna stay in this queue and i guess i'm just gonna walk past so the update is that holiday world has taken away the virtual queue for their smaller attractions Mm -hmm. just like that which is gonna make it a little better because at least you can like ride the little stuff while you're waiting for the big guys Mm Um, that was my biggest problem. Um, is that like what? Yeah, what's the point? Was it like uh, were people? I would imagine just a ton of people would just be standing around the park and not actually riding the stuff. Yeah, that was the case. There was a ton of people just sitting around, like checking their phones, waiting for like their <laughs> time. So to, weird. Their time to roll up. <laughs> yeah, so it was weird. pretty crazy. Um, but you know, we ate. We um. We ended up, you know, it was a bummer. It was my wife's first time on Voyage, and we only got to ride it once. And it was actually, like, probably my worst ride on Voyage, too. But I think it's because it was only half full. The train was half full, yeah. so the, there wasn't as much weight. Were they just doing every other row? Was that, like, how they... Yeah, every other every other row. Um, and they weren't really cleaning any of the trains in between, which kind of defeats the purpose of every other row. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it was good. Hot take. My... Top four were on that day were in this order. Voyage was still number one because even on a bad day, she shines. And then my number two was Legend on the day. I was hyping it up to my wife the entire time. She's about to hate this. Mm -hmm. I was like, hey, you got to do this. You got to get the cred. Come on. Like, let's just be brave here Mm -hmm. for a little bit. It's super rough. Like, you're going to die. And then she, we ended up both being like, you know, that was like actually really fun. Do you I, think they did off-season work? Like, do you I don't think know. It was I didn't. Like I didn't smoother. Yeah, or, yeah. It was just fun. I don't yeah, know. There yeah. was like a lot. I liked all the tunnels and mm-hmm. like the. Yeah. It was fun. It was more fun than the Raven and Thunderbird, and mm-hmm. I don't know why. I, I'm not. I mean, Thunderbird's only fun for me at the launch. I'm not a yeah. huge. I'm not a huge wing fan, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was crazy. It was like the unexpected. Um, yeah, that was the that was the shiner of man, the day. Who knew crazy. the legend? Legend. Um, that bell goes off, and you're just like, oh man, this is amazing. Yeah, <laughs> I can't wait. Right. Yeah. Um, one train ops, which made me want to die. But other than that, yeah, it was great. Um, was Voyage one train ops too? Uh, two. Okay. That was the only one that wasn't one. Okay. Every other uh, Thunderbird was two. Okay. Um. So yeah, it was a it was a blast. We ended up just spending way more time. So we were there for to put into perspective, we were there for eight hours. Probably nah, we were there for six hours, and we rode everything once. Jeez, Thunderbird. That's crazy. Well, we rode Thunderbird twice because we stayed on because mm-hmm. there wasn't anyone. There wasn't anybody in physical line, but the virtual queue was an hour long. So it was like okay. 
can we just stay on? Yeah. And the guy let us. So we were at Thunderbird twice and then everything else once. And that was it. Did they do the social distancing thing on Thunderbird? I've actually been curious about that with no. wind coasters because they're so spaced out compared to other coasters. I was just curious. No. Okay. Nope. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was a good time. Um, we ended up just ended up spending more time in Louisville. Nice. And last time in Holiday World. Distilleries. Hang out with some breweries. Didn't yep. eat all day. Summer, my stomach expanded. Nice. It's awesome. Super farty. Super great. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. Cool. That's great. Uh, thanks for sharing about that. And um, Oh, dude. Made to thrill. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. <laughs> and I, dude, big discovery of the day. That was Eric, the other big discovery. Eric, like, he he was, I mean, obviously pretty bored based on his experience um, in the park. Sent me a photo of a couple t-shirts. We One of our big points that we always talk about and rag on is how bad theme park merchandise is. And Eric sent me a photo and... Um, of two shirts. One was kind of your standard I've theme park merchandise, uh, lightning bolts and, you know, uh, all kinds of crazy stats on a shirt. The other one was like this really cool kind of retro logo for the voyage. And so anyway, Eric started looking at the merchandise and found out that there's this little, um, I guess, online store called Made to Thrill. Um, and just their stuff's super cool like it's like the alternative to your typical theme park merchandise everything's kind of got a retro-esque vibe it's like simple like almost but like in a cool way not like in a like a like golf shirt put a patch on logo kind of way but like i don't know it's it's really cool so it was a cool discovery for us because i think one of our big points is like we never want to buy anything because everything looks so dumb that we never actually want to wear it out in public or like display it in our homes. Yeah, but <laughs> the, the, the other shirts that weren't made to thrill at Holiday World, there was this one that was trying to display all four coasters that they oh have, and like the separation between them was almost like a like a animal, like a clawed <laughs> animal had like clawed through the shirt to separate like the it was almost like the Thunderbird talons had like nice. separated all of like the rides. Uh-huh. And it was just like a square image that had been cut into four diagonal chunks. And it was like people like it was like pictures of people like with their hands up <laughs> oh going down the going down first drops at like Legend Raven and uh, Voyage. And it was hilarious. I mean, it was so funny. I cannot believe that people see that shirt and went this excites me yes and so well even when we were standing in line for orion the other day i don't know if you noticed like how many people have like there's so many people that actually have the shirts of like all the logos i know why would they stop printing them they're printing them for a reason i'm like this is wild it's crazy it's like papyrus font across the front and it's like so insane but made to thrill awesome hey if you're listening to this man we love the stuff you're doing um I love the. St- I got one of your stickers and I put it on my cooler. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we're trying to. We're trying. I think we're trying to get the owner of Made to Throw to hop on the show at some point and chat a little bit about his process and stuff. So um, hopefully that'll come up. But he has um, the website's just shop.madetothrill.com. Um, 
and he is doing an exclusive run for Holiday World this year, which is really cool. So I'm hoping more parks hop on that and work with him to produce some stuff for their parks because I, I would love to see him do some stuff. He's got some posters and stuff from KI, Cedar Point, you know, uh, Bush Gardens, like some cool park stuff that's like really cool online. Um, but I'd love to see him do some more exclusive stuff with uh, some of the parks. So. Totally, totally. Um, so, yeah, no, that was just a side, quick little side note there. Um, wow, cool. Love those. Um, the only other thing we're going to talk about before we hop into our full look at Orion, um, I wanted to talk a little bit about, like, uh, Eric's already talked a little bit about, you know, life at Holiday World. I did want to also talk about Kings Island experience in general uh, during the pandemic. This is our first park, my first park, uh, where masks were required. Um, I think both of our first parks where masks were required. Um, and uh, it's a different experience. I, I told, I went with my wife and uh, our kids, and the kids' area was not super packed, so that didn't feel super different for me. Uh, in general, I told my wife, it almost feels like there's a little bit of the magic missing um, just because there's like so much because of the social distancing measures, which I think are like really important, especially in those environments, but it's just not quite the same experience. And I think this year in general, like there's one point where we were walking and Erica's like, let's just like, just be honest with ourselves and like going to parks is going to kind of suck this year. And and that, that is a reality. I think I felt that when we were at King's Island that day. I Like, there is a reality to it. It's just not going to be the same. Um, it's not a negative. I, I would just caution anybody going, don't expect the exact same experience because it's just not. Like, it just can't be, like, because of what's going on. So I think I was actually kind of surprised by that. I was like, oh, it's just going to be, like, normal. And it's not, like, normal. It's, it's pretty different. And um, it's not a negative. I think the parks are trying to do the best they can to, like, give you an entertaining experience in the midst of, I think one of the worst times probably in recent history. Um, like 2020 has just been a rough year. <laughs> and I think in some ways parks are kind of needed to give us something different to think about besides the fact that um, it's a worldwide pandemic going on and everybody's having to be apart. So anyway, I, all that's to say um, really great job from, what I saw overall at KI, I was actually really surprised at how many people had masks on. I, I went in expecting kind of what Eric talked about with Holiday World, but nobody's wearing masks and like kind of giving the middle finger to like the whole process. But I was actually pretty surprised. I thought, okay, I, everybody did a pretty decent job. There's definitely people that were like not wearing their masks properly. Like it's kind of hilarious um, seeing some people. But, um, you know, in general, I thought they did pretty well. With the exception of being inside the Orion line, I think people got a little closer um, than six feet for sure. Um, but I, it's pretty hard to regulate that. So I, I feel for the employees. I think it's probably pretty hard to tell people to like back off on stuff. So um, plus that line is so freaking long anyway. So anyway, let's talk about Orion. 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 Orion was a blast. Yes. So let's um, let's talk before we talk about a ride experience. I did want to like highlight Area Seventy Two because I think, dude, I I was really so I think I went in. 
so overall, just in general, Orion. You should explain what Area 72 is. Yes, yes. Area 72. So this is the new area of the park, uh, what used to be called X Base, which is kind of funny um, that they've just switched it to Project 72 or Area 72. Um, so 72 obviously is named after the year that KI opened, which is 1972. But uh, it's the new area. It encompasses both Orion um and um and flight of fear um so both are kind of themed after kind of this idea of like a secret government base that's like basically both hiding stuff and trying to protect us from the future i think like flight of fear obviously is kind of aliens based and um orion is not so much that as much as it is like it seems like kind of this idea of like saving earth from a meteor strike um but in general I was super impressed with how much work they put into Project or Area 72 because of I I think there was one point, I don't know if I said this to you or not Eric. I kept thinking like if if this had happened so if the pandemic had happened before this budget was approved, there's no way they would have done all this work. Because I know they're going to be like tighter on budgets and stuff. I just feel like the amount of theming they put into that area like they put a ton of work into it. And so they put a whole new um, eatery in there. Like there's a whole new eatery. There's bathrooms back there. But then beyond that, like there's a ton of theming they put in. There's like a meteorite that struck the ground and smokes and like, I, like all this kind of stuff that they've, they've put a lot of time and thought into all new signage. Everything just looks really cool. Um, and I was really impressed because I think Cedar fair, they it seems like they keep upping their theming game like constantly like maybe just at ki because we were talking about like even steel vengeance doesn't do a ton they have like a really cool rock display as their sign and that's about like i feel like that's sort of the extension of like you know what their theming is but like when you look at what ki has done with their last few coasters like starting with banshee you know they had that graveyard feel to their line which is really cool um and then mystic timbers like they like kind of went all out for that guy too um and now with orion like it just feels like each time they're like putting some effort into it to the point that orion like one of the coolest things to me was like there's a whole room in orion that's like a not a pre it's not a full-on pre-show room but it's a borderline pre-show room and it's literally purposeless besides the fact that it's like giving you a theming experience walking through line and i was pretty impressed with that like that level of detail for Orion um, leading up to the ride experience, which is kind of like they kind of talk about the Orion sequence and that's kind of what you're experiencing and all this stuff. So um, pretty cool. I, I was just really impressed with that. Kudos to Kings Island for doing that. Something they probably didn't need to do because I think a giga coaster is going to be what people draw, you know, draw people in and they, they could have done a millennium force type of experience where you just literally queue and there's nothing to it. Um, so pretty cool um, to see them putting some effort into that. Um, and yeah. Um, All right, guys, we're so excited. Episode five of Coaster Dads, and we're finally giving you our first coaster review. <laughs> um, we Quick shout out to Coaster Daddy, who was standing about four people behind us in line the entire time. We saw Coaster Daddy. Just one guy named one. Coaster Daddy. <laughs> the only <laughs> podcast for daddies from daddies. That's right. Yes. Um, 
Incredi- we don't even know if it was a podcast. We just know he was the coaster daddy. Incredibly inappropriate. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy what three letters can do. Um, I, I was a little sad, though, that he wasn't in straight leather, though. Yeah. Like, le- leather daddy. <laughs> leather daddy. Yeah. Um, so, Orion is... This is our experience mm-hmm. based off of one, one ride. ride. So, yep. take this with a grain of salt. We... Walked up to Area 72 at Kings <laughs> Island on um, Friday, July 3rd. July and, 2nd. Shoot. Thursday, July 2nd. Um, and we headed opening straight day. for Orion on opening day. And it was the only thing we rode that entire day because mm-hmm. the line was wrapped way outside the entrance around the corner and through the door. And mm-hmm. we got in the back of the line. Um Chris's wife, Katie, got us some cheese conies from Skyline Chili, and we waited for four hours mm-hmm. with our masks on. Um, the queue line is completely out of the shade, so yep. you're just getting sun blasted, and I look like a flavor-blasted goldfish now. Yes. But um, we went through. Um, the queue line is, you know, a queue line. I, the one thing, I, and I think we talked about this in the line Point of feedback for Kings Island, if they had water or something in the line, holy moly, that would be yeah, it'd incredible. Be great. It'd like be great. we were so parched in our mask, it was ridiculous. So, yeah. So Q line with the Q line, um, no biggie. And then we um, the theming was pretty good and it was like a meteor strike, and they even had a little pre-show in like this building where they talked to you about how. You know, like you're part of this testing sequence, and it was like it's cheesy. I mean, yeah, very cheesy for sure. Screen screened, and yeah, it was hilarious. hilarious. Yeah, Um, very clearly fake humans behind these humans. That was my favorite part. Yeah, so, um, (laughs) yeah, we got a back row ride. Um, the reason that the ride, um, probably was four hours, it probably would have been two, but they were doing every other row just like Holiday World, and they were also sanitizing the trains between mm-hmm. every launch. So mm-hmm. um, it was a good time. So we got on the back row. Um, my Eric's thoughts on it. Um, first drop, you go up. First drop, awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I yep. mean, complete sustained floater mm-hmm. on that first drop. Um, did you I, notice that it was missing 25 feet from Fury? I did. You know, I was thinking, actually, I couldn't keep my mind off it the entire time. Yeah. I was like, there's something feels different. <laughs> I didn't know what it was. Um, so, complete floater. It was great. Um, you do a, a banked turn, like a harsh banked, inner bank turn. Um, and then you, um, there's Turner. It's a pretty, it's a pretty standard layout, but my favorite part of the entire ride was there's a speed hill about mm, yeah. halfway Super through fun. the ride, mm-hmm. um, where you just are just hauling over this thing and on the back row. You're just being flung over. Mm-hmm. Um, this thing is so fast. It doesn't look like it's as fast as it actually is when you're on it mm-hmm. and it's just flying. You're Almost, you can't see anything, and you're just sustained floater. Yeah, it's awesome. It it was borderline. I thought that one was like borderline ejector air, which is super weird for a B and M because they don't do that. Yeah, and, but that was the closest I've ever experienced to that being on a B and M. Yeah, no, it was super tight. So um, it was pretty short. I wish it was longer, but mm-hmm. you know, leave one more. That's what I always mm-hmm. used to say mm-hmm. to uh, this guy that would linger in my house for too long. I said, <laughs> "Hey, man, leave him wanting more, <laughs> um, not less." So 
Yeah, what was your favorite element, Chris? Man, it's, I mean, it's so hard. I feel like one ride is really hard to, like, define, like, everything. Um, yeah. The first drop was awesome. I, like, I was really, I was really impressed. I think as much flack as that ride's gotten, like, on how big it was, like, it, it felt so much bigger than Diamondback going down that first hill. Like, it's just, like, not even comparable. Like, it... It just is a really long drop, and it's super steep. It's great. Like, that first drop, it feels every bit as fun as, like, Millennium or, like, anything like that. Like, it's really fun. Um, I I think if I had to rank my favorite element right now, I think it's the turnaround right before the speed hill. And um, the turnaround on Orion is just, like, so much more interesting than per se like the like that hammerhead turnaround and like diamondback or even like millennium forces like you know big overbank turns like i just feel like the way it like i don't even know what it does like it's kind of hard to even describe but like the way it moves is just really unique it's really forceful like i was like surprised that was probably the biggest surprise to me about orion in general is it's short but i think because it's short it's really it's I feel like it's on the high end for forcefulness for a B and M. Yeah, it's intense. Yeah, it's like and the elements just are so tight together because it's so short that they like there's not really a moment where you're not doing something, which I was like impressed by. Um, so, but yeah, I think the turnaround, uh, at least my immediate reaction, the turnaround was really cool. Um, it just re- felt really unique, and I feel like turnarounds are often just these wasted elements of like how do we just get the train coming back towards the station? And this felt like a really intentional turnaround, which is really cool. Um, the closest thing I've seen visually to it is there's, uh, there's a B&M hyper called Shambhala that's over in Porta Ventura, like in Spain. And they have a sick turnaround. That's like, just looks awesome. It looks a little bit like Orion's. And so I think, you know, that's really cool. I, the other thing I think that's really cool is like Orion in general, the hills are way closer to the ground versus like Diamondback. Mm-hmm. And it's a way faster ride. So you feel the speed throughout the whole ride, which I was really impressed with. So, um, yeah. So I don't know. It, yeah, I think the turnaround would be my favorite element, at least immediately. So, Chris, um, what is your, out of 10, first initial gut reaction? Yeah. You said this to me getting off the ride. Yeah. I just like, does it, is it the same now or yeah. what do you rate it out of 10? So I think, it pro- yeah, this is so hard. I think I give it a nine. It's, it's a great ride. Wow. Yeah. It's a really great ride. Um, it, it is better than I expected it to be like across the board. Everything was better than I expected. It to be. Nine's got to put it in your top, like. At least what, like ten? Top yeah, 15? definitely. It's definitely a top tenner for me for okay. sure. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm gonna give it probably an eight point two. Um, nice. Wow, point two. You really point, thought about that? Yeah, eight point two. <laughs> it's a good ride. It's really good. I'm really excited to get more rides on it. I mm. th- wish it was longer, mm-hmm. and um, it was really fun. Um, really smooth. I just yeah, I just want more rides on it. Mm-hmm. doesn't help how hot it was and how long yeah. we waited in line. So Totally. And I think that was like, I, I knew our, I tried to take my impression of it as much out of the, that 
how long we waited is possible, but I definitely think it's going to be, how can you? Yeah. Yeah. How can you completely remove that from it? Um, yeah, I, I think across the board, I just didn't expect it to be as forceful as it was. I, I think the POV doesn't do a very good job of showing what Orion is like maybe more than any other ride I've experienced. It's like, it doesn't do it justice. And even when they first reveal it, I remember being like, oh, this kind of looks like, okay. I was like, it's going to be a giga, so it's going to be fun. But I was just really surprised at how much I enjoyed it. Um, like, so you talked about ranking it, like, among gigas. Um, so that that is a really hard thing to define out based on one ride. So I would put it, for me personally, right now, um, I like it better than Millennium. Um, which that's mostly based on, I think Millennium, like there's more variety in Orion's layout than a Millennium. Millennium has like kind of like two air hills, which are good, but there's really like, I mean, it's just over big turns besides that, you know? Um, and then I just, I still think I 305 is just wild. I, and I throw a five sort of like some of my favorite elements all squished together. Cause it's like Maverick had a baby with millennium and then like, they like that's, that's literally what I throw a five. So I think I throw a five still my favorite giga as of this moment. Cause I think that's the only three I've been on. Um, but yeah. And I, I would love to ride the other B and M gigas and see how they compare. Um, based on visually watching them alone, I think probably, obviously I think fury is probably still better. Uh, mostly because it's it feels like they're very similar. Like they're, I think they're closer together, Orion and Fury, based on their layouts than Leviathan. I think Leviathan's more of like it looks like a hyper Giga. Like it, it's mm-hmm. just like a lot of airtime, mm-hmm. not all these like tight you know turning yeah. elements. Like yeah. So, um, but yeah, I think right now I, I would rank it as my second favorite Giga out of the three I've rode. Um, behind I three hundred five at Kings Dominion because that ride is just insane. Um, so great. No, that's awesome. I'm probably gonna put it number three. Um, so I'm pretty much right there with you. Um, so you know, I was thinking about this. Um, if Orion was. I was trying to think, you know, like I listen to a lot of the herd with Colin Coward. <laughs> um, yes. He he gives a lot of analogies to things. Mm-hmm. Um and you know I I kind of view Orion a lot like if we're talking about NBA players, I, I think of Orion a lot as like a Carmelo Anthony. Hmm. Um Carmelo Anthony has a lot of hype coming out of college. Played um, <laughs> played for the Qs and was real good um, coming out of college. A lot of hype. Gets drafted early. Um, ends up having a great career. But I think a lot of people are just like, he was hyped. And he's not as good as we think he's going to be. But also, like, who wouldn't want him on their team? <laughs> and that's kind of how I feel about Orion. It's like, man, a lot of people like to give this crap, but also, 
who wouldn't ride this given mm. the chance? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is un- it is a really good ride. I'm a huge Carmelo Anthony hater. I think he's <laughs> one of the most overrated NBA players in history. Mm. Never, ever been impressed when he's, I watch him play. He was not a great teammate either. Not a great, I, that was like his biggest like. Not a great teammate. He made his teammates worse versus better is like what I was exactly. like. <laughs> and that's the thing about Orion. It makes the park worse. I'm just kidding. No, no. It makes it like uh good thing roller coasters don't have teammates. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. Overrated is what everyone loves to say, but like there's nobody that wouldn't take him on their team. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Do you, here's a question. I like where would you put it? Is it your favorite ride at Kings Island though? <laughs> After one ride, it is my favorite ride at Kings Island. There you go. That's, I mean, that's that's a really important. Yeah, I mean, like, I, not, obviously I, it's one ride, but yeah, one ride. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I love. I really, really like a lot of other rides at Kings mm-hmm. Island. So yeah, and when you think about the park now, it's it's pretty impressive. Like what they've been able to do since Cedarfair bought it. Like think about how many rides they have now that are ranked as highly as they are. Like it's pretty impressive. Like yeah, it's a pretty good park. So I don't know. I I just like I'm thankful. I think that we get to live so close to a giga now, and um, yeah, it's like it's cool. Um, and I'm excited to get a lot more rides on it. And I really want a night ride. That was the other thing we were like really impressed with the light, um, like the the light design. Like you could even see it on the hill a little bit. But I want to get a night ride so bad because I bet it's gonna be sick. It's gonna be sick. Yeah. So I can't wait to do a lot of things once the pandemic is over. Yes, yes, yes. So that is our our overall thoughts on Orion. Go check it out. Uh, can't stress that enough. Um, I know I've seen a lot of people on Twitter and Facebook talking about it over the last couple of weeks um, as as it's opened. And I know a lot more people are going to get rides on it here in the near future. Uh, it's a great ride. Big kudos to Kings On and everybody that worked on it, B&M, for for making it happen and um kudos for them for opening despite the fact that it's a weird world and the pandemic is only getting worse so um that is it for us uh we are not gonna have a gp section this week just because we knew we we're gonna be talking about ryan and our episode is gonna go a little long anyway because of that um but we will be back with uh some more stuff and hopefully um have some really great guests coming up uh on the show to talk about a few things so um Thanks so much. And uh, be sure to follow us, um, subscribe on any podcasting platform that you listen on, and uh, be sure to check us out on Twitter, Facebook, um, and give us a a follow on any of those. Um, And we will be chatting with you soon. Thanks so much. Coaster Dads out. Coaster Dads out.